So this will probably be a multi-parter as far as how I record it. Um, for obvious reasons, I wanted to kind of give a broad idea of kind of the before and the after of, um, you know, potentially the last run or the start of the last run. I say last run. Um, I don't want to be melodramatic. I just know, you know, um, I just turned 47 not that long ago. I'm going to be 48. Um, and while, you know, I could have a string of good luck when it comes to um, injuries and uh, or career-ending injuries and whatnot, I've seen to bite the bullet in a lot of respects. Um, anytime you get into one of these endeavors, uh, the potential of of that reality of being hurt or injured or whatnot, um, once it just creeps into your head, it's just a matter of time. And you know, I've been away from the ring for two years, you know, uh, it's crazy to think that, um, February 29th, 2020 was the last time I was in the ring performing and, you know, my next show, I, I think wasn't going to be till, uh, March 14th and then the pandemic hit, lockdown hit, all of that. And so, you know, I'm still formulating that, uh, which I'll cover because this will, you know, potentially be an ongoing thing, depending on how uh, this weekend turns out. This is Friday morning when I'm recording this first installment, um, and I had tried to do something like this in the weeks leading up, um, but I figure I can kind of condense, you know, some of those audio recordings, I'll probably have to re-listen to them. Um, but, um, you know, originally I was supposed to debut with UPW back in July of 2019 when seemingly we were really at our, you know, for all intents and purposes, I guess our peak, you know, we were winning belts and now we're being brought in as a group and I think I had approached Bart when I believe he had the great ones on a show and maybe potentially Nate Andrews. Don't quote me on that. I remember the great ones specifically and, you know, it, it being UPW and, um, I don't know, you know, I, I mean, anytime uh, <laughs> some other members of GSL were on a card or part of a promotion, I always thought, oh man, it'd be kind of cool if we could do the, you know, the GSL act at other places. Um, so in July, 2019, I was approached by Bart and, um, you know, unfortunately like money just wasn't quite right. The scheduling wasn't quite right for whatever reason. Uh, you know, it was a relatively new company. I'm sure he wanted to pay me decently. And, um, you know, I was like, man, I'll negotiate. And I think, you know, we just weren't able to, you know, he's like, look, I, I'd like to bring you in big, you know, a, a proper debut. Let's see what we can do down the road. But definitely I want you, you know, to be part of UPW. And, yeah, at the time it's like, oh, okay, cool. You know, I, I mean, a little, a little disappointed that we couldn't get it worked out. Um, 
but you understand the nature of the business and um, you know I wished them well and liked what they were doing you know from afar you know I knew some of the talent that they were utilizing um, then Bart would reach out to me I think you know he was trying different things and, you know a lot of it was just cordial professional stuff and um, then the summer of 2020 hit and he was one of the first people to really reach out promoter-wise and show his support, so to speak. You know, as far as, like, you know, regardless of what was being said, he had his own beliefs and, uh, you know, kind of left it at that. Um, and we remained in contact here or there, you know, and I'd ask him how shows were going, this, that, the other. And then... Um, he approached me about, you know, potentially coming back. Um, mind you, I wasn't in any real hurry to come back. And, um, you know, especially once Jackson was born, I, I think I really was like, man, I'm putting my wrestling career on hold as it is in any real capacity because... I'm not going to really sacrifice spending time with, you know, Jackson or, or my family, you know, and realistically, you know, that's, um, that's one of my priorities is to spend as much time with them as I can. Um, and I'm blessed to be able to. So, um, and then with COVID, you know, I have asthma. I've said that before. And, um, there always is a concern, you know, even during the pregnancy and, um, you know, now with an infant and, uh, you know, he's, he's just turned 18 months. Um, and I, I, I was like, well, you know, I, I mean, maybe after the first year I'd entertain any ideas of like coming back. You know, this had not, nothing to do with any of the other stuff. It was realistically like... Well, I, I say that, but I will say that I came out of the summer of 2020 with this view of, of the industry. Um, I had to process a lot of things and really do some soul-searching. And still, you know, I, I felt um, abandoned by the industry for the most part and quickly, how quickly that, that becomes a thing, and how, uh, you know, how, um, how truly alone you can be in such a filled industry, right, you know, I went from having a crew, and us talking often, and, you know, talking to promoters and talking process and you know being reached out to by by quite a few people to a lot of silence and mind you it is you know the pandemic and so so there's that um, but still I I don't know yeah I didn't want to harbor any ill will I didn't want to be bitter so you know, I also have my shoulder to contend with. Um, it's 
you know, it's about as close to 100% as it's going to get without me probably doing something surgically. And I'm not really looking to do that. Um, I'm not super limited on, on a lot of things, but there are things that I can't do or that I have, I struggle with and would have to adapt. Uh, case of point, I used to be able to do chin-ups, pull-ups. I, you know, the, we had a little uh, kind of portable chin-up pull-up bar that you know, could attach to a door frame. And at the time, I think Caleb was doing, doing some as well. And, uh, you know, anytime you cross that archway or that, that walkway or, you know, uh, you'd see that chin-up chin bar, you know, oh, I'm going to crank out 5, 10, whatever. Uh, not not to say, oh man, I was cranking out 20 or this, that, the other, but you know, I could crank out a good five to five to eight, easy. Um, it's getting to that point, you know, all those stabilizing muscles, and I know now I can't do that. My wife got me this, uh, this these parallel bars, so to speak, so you could do dips and a few other things, and it was around. You know, my arm was was busted for all intents and purposes, so I didn't want to, um, you know, I couldn't really strain it doing push-ups, I mean, I'd be lucky if I could do five, you know, I've, I've found techniques and such, um, you know, and I, I, I've been trying to work through the injury, you know, leading up to, to, uh, the lockdown, so, um, Yeah, but um, still, Bart was always real respectful and always came at me from that point of respect, and you know the respect was mutual. And again, kind of hinting at an idea of like, would you be interested? You know, I've got some ideas, and um, but you know, he also had his motion to run, and so there wasn't any real, you know, there, there wasn't really any any rush for me to, like, hurry back. Uh, with COVID and everything, you know, <clears throat> there's things you can't trust. And even if I'm vaccinated and, and whatnot, you know, there are some people who've, who've chosen not to be, and you share a locker room with them, and the potential of things. Uh, and that's still... Uh, you know, that's still part of the equation that, that has to be figured out is that alone. You know, I'm not talking like uh, uh, the mood or morale of a locker room. I'm talking about the safety of a locker room. Uh, you know, the mood and the morale is another thing. I'm hoping to come in with a very positive uh, mindset. You know, this could potentially be the last run. This could be the potentially the last... Um, you know, the last last time I'm ever in a ring. You know, I've got to look at it like that as well. Uh, and so I want to try to have as much of a positive experience, not just for myself, you know, for my family as well, that, that will be in attendance. And, you know, anybody that, any friends of mine, you know, I have been very quiet about uh, returning what I'm doing, I, I told maybe a handful of people and those, you know, that were, I felt significant, significantly closer to me or, or always showed some level of support and I felt like, eh, man, you know, 
you might want to might want to show up for this particular show on this particular date. Um, I was supposed to come back in November, but I was nowhere near mentally ready. I hadn't done any kind of prep for it, and I I think at the time it was you know mid October. I just didn't feel like I'd have enough time to really, regardless of what what the uh, plan was, I, I knew I wouldn't be able to to perform at any kind of level at that moment. So, um, and it would have been, you know, it would have been a cool, probably very similar to what what's going to occur, what I've been told, which I'll cover probably in a in, a, in the proceeding um, the proceeding recording. Um, but um, right now, I mean, it being Friday morning, it's like, well, I, I put in some, you know, almost, yeah, about a month's worth of work, you know, as far as like yoga, and that's led to like some blood resistance training um, that I've utilized, these straps that I've utilized with my yoga. I started doing that recently, and I've been doing burpees for the last month, and just to get my body somewhat acclimated, obviously, it's it's a little different acclimation when it comes to being in the ring but given what I'm going to potentially be doing on Saturday uh, you know I just wanted to get my body going it had been probably since September of uh, 2021 since I had done anything really active as far as yoga or any kind of any kind of training at all so but I, I feel good. Um, I'll probably have another session tonight, and then uh, in the morning I'll do some do some stretching. And probably when I arrive to the venue, I'll probably do some stretching, depending. But uh, I am uh, cautiously optimistic, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what uh, Saturday and this potential debut brings. So my wife, um, actually we were talking and, um, she said, well, you know, since we're going up there and coming back, it might be, um, kind of nice to talk about it for the episode. So, uh, I'm looking forward to, uh, getting to talk to her about this. Cause you know, I, I really do want to know what she thinks about all of it and, uh, how she's feeling going into it. It's going to be tough. You know, I think we're, we're already thinking of, you know, one of the main issues being, uh, you know, call times like five. Now, mind you, I'm, uh, what I'm slated to do is very minimal, but it is, uh, in, a, in an important part of the show, but it's towards the end. And so, you know, it's one thing if it's just me going and, hey, well, you know, 5 p.m., whatever. Cool, you know, I'll hang out, actually get acclimated to the locker room, talk to some friends, you know, um, take those pictures that I've, that I've been thinking that I need to take. Um, and I'd find, I'd find time. Um, but with my wife and, and Jackson going, it's a little more, 
concerning because Jackson, you know, my wife too. I mean, you know, to have to be around and actually wait from call time to, and not really have a, you know, she can take the car and go somewhere, but again, with, with Jackson, it, it's not limiting, but it is limiting to a degree because you have to make sure he's, he's in a good state of mind. Um, so, I haven't been Steve DeMarco, you know, especially sexy Steve DeMarco, or sexy God Steve DeMarco, or the legend of Steve DeMarco, or God mode Steve DeMarco, or whatever. I haven't been that dude in a little over two years. Um, no, right about two years. Because I was uh, still coaching at AAPW for, for a brief stint. Um, and so I would, when I would go over there, and we'd have promo class or character development class. Uh, I did try to get in the ring here and there just to kind of feel where I could go with it. How limited I was with the with the shoulder and the arm, you know. Uh, would it give? Uh, did I have? Had I done enough damage where anything further was going to be avoided, or you know, could I potentially re-injure it and make it worse? You know, there's just a lot of you know variables from that from a physical standpoint. Now I do feel stronger. You know, I've been doing yoga and I've been doing some tough little poses here and there and some, you know, one arm isolation stuff and I don't feel too, uh, too terribly bad, but again, I haven't been that persona for, for years, going on years. Um, I'd say if I was ever in a social setting for the most part, uh, in a wrestling context, that was always on. I was always that version of myself. Um, but he is a lot of ego and, and the id, you know, he is just pure, you know, the purest of behaviors in the sense of like knee jerk, this is what he is. Um, but he's loud and, you know, over the top and I refer to him in the third person in a sense because it helps my psyche from the standpoint of like not getting lost in the fact that I don't have to be him all the time. And I haven't had to be him at all. And now all of a sudden, you know, I'm on the eve of potentially being him again and being him in this new endeavor. And will the people remember me? It's been a couple of years. Um, there seems to be a fan base there that is similar to a fan base that knows me. Um, a lot of the people within it do know me or have worked with me or we've, we've crossed paths and probably had pretty positive interactions. So, you know, it, everything's been pretty positive. Um, but still, I haven't been Steve DeMarco in, you know, a couple of years. So I'm trying to wrap my head around, well, what is that? Now, 
as far as I know, and, and the, the idea that they've pitched, I've been pretty fine with. Um, you know, it's impactful, and um, it's probably going to set the right statement. Um, I like the intricacy of it, the subtlety of it. You know, the fact that it is the way I'm looking at it from probably that standpoint is, um, you know, from that standpoint, I'm looking at it as I'm making a statement. You just so happen to be the person I'm making the statement on. It's not a personal thing. Uh, and you want none of this. And I think there's a certain air of what Steve DeMarco would be in 2022, given what I've done. And But again, this is a new venture. I haven't been here before. Uh, I haven't been with this company. I don't think I've been in that city. But it's close enough. And I, I know of a few people that I know for a fact are going to be there and are going to be, you know, probably will be responsive, but you're hoping, hey, the whole crowd is very much into it, and that there's a good-sized crowd that will be into it, um, but I have a lot of, a lot of hope that it's, it's going to go well, um, physicality part, and I'm, you know, I think as concerned as anyone, because even though it may be a very small sample size it is also by design needs to be you know super impactful but very quick and very to the point and um, you know very much like you know in essence a mission statement I think when you come in to debut for somewhere uh, whether it be on a microphone or with some level of physicality or a debut match of some sort that you need to within the first 30 seconds they need to know what you're about even if the what you're about is being mysterious they need to get it almost immediately but it give us all like 30 second grace period like they have to kind of recognize it huh Okay, and then um, I have dyed my hair, I've dyed my beard. Probably in a sense of if there is a fan base, giving them the most recognizable part to a degree, me slightly, you know, de aged somewhat. Um, plus, I think from a, a story standpoint, it works because I've you know, it's the beginning of the, uh, you know, my, my run. So it, it should be the freshest. And then as I progress, obviously, you know, time's going to catch up with me because time catches up with all of us. So I think I'm going to gradually, hopefully gracefully start showing my age. Um, but, um, the, the idea of God mode has been pitched, and I was in kind of that mode, I, I think, prior, 
you know, in 2020, 2019, 2018, you know, uh, and even, probably even before that. Um, so that it's the gradual um, progress, you know, talking about it like this, you know, it's kind of, I rarely talk about it in these terms about myself, but usually can talk about about it to other people about their characters or what they're trying to portray. Um, but yeah, it's, um, I don't know, you know, I, and, um, yeah, I, all I can say is I'm optimistic. So it's like 4 a.m. It's Saturday, Saturday night, Sunday morning. We've been back for a few hours from Baycliff. Um, my wife and I are going to probably talk a little bit tomorrow uh, to close out this episode because uh, we've been meaning to discuss how things went. And from her perspective, I wanted to get what she thought. Um, uh, you know, where to begin, right? Um, you know, I was real in my head about things initially, probably in up until the early morning yesterday, like trying to figure it out. Like what, you know, kind of like you do all the things, you know, when people recognize me, will it be imp impactful enough? Um, you know, have I, have I prepared myself enough? And yeah, in some respects, oh man, you know, it's, it was just a, a brief run in at the end, you know, or walk in, <laughs> a saunter in, uh, a stroll, um, a deliberate pace, maybe. Um, but I really didn't know what to expect. You know, you, you get told stuff and anyone who's listened to this knows that stuff can change, you know, stuff can change in the next couple of minutes. So you're never truly married to any ideas. You, you, it doesn't matter how they, how they are pitched. It's, you know, how it's going to end up being executed. And, and in some degree, you know, how it comes across, the end product from all angles, not just one in particular, you know, every audience member, they get to witness it and was it impactful enough and all that. Um, so, I mean, truth be told, I didn't have a lot of stress or anxiety. I was pretty deliberate. I mean, it's also Jackson's first real long, lengthy road trip. I mean, that's you know, a little over eight hours round trip. Um, and, you know, he hasn't really had to be in a car for very long, but he's, he's a pretty good traveler. Um, and, you know, my wife says he was an absolute dream out there uh, in the audience and whatnot. But it was a little, you know, concerning at first, hitting traffic and being reminded of Houston traffic as we, as we made our way to it. Um, but I wasn't really feeling the, I wasn't really feeling any apprehension, I guess, um, because I was in what I was going to perform in. Cause it was again, just kind of a walk-in surprise kind of deal. And, um, 
in part wearing the black on black tracksuit kind of put me in the mindset of, okay, you know. Um, so, you know, upon getting there, I mean, it, it, it's a little unnerving at times to try to figure out where, especially a new building and like, where are people, where are the wrestlers? You know, I was a little concerned because I'm supposed to be a surprise and you just don't know who's going to be there and who's not going to be there. And, um, you know, again, I've got my wife and my child and, you know, we're, we're trying to, you know, navigate this the best we can. And, you know, it can be awkward, you know, what, what are we going to do? You know, um, I got there a little bit after doors. Um, it took a little longer than I thought. But, you know, we made it there. But everybody was so friendly and welcoming and it really put me at ease initially. And then, you know, there's a voice in the back of my head that's kind of like, uh, they're being too nice or uh, they're being a little too complimentary or they miss me a little too much or, you know. But again, it's not just that doubt. That uh, that thing in your head, thing in my head at least, where I'm, it's hard for me to take compliments about anything because I'll always see some something that I could work on, uh, something I could improve upon. But everyone was so welcoming. It was great to see a lot of the people that I saw, everyone to see everyone to share a locker room again. Um, I didn't I. You know, honestly, once the pandemic hit, I knew it'd be a while, especially once Jackson was born, I knew it'd be a while. Um, and I honestly didn't know if I would be welcome back in any locker room. Um, and enough time had passed that part of me is like, well, if I never go back, it, is it really, maybe it's not that big of a loss. Maybe I need to come to grips. I'm, you know, I should move on. I'm blessed. I, you know, I've got this amazing family and. It's everything I could ever want. So there's nothing lacking. You know, it's not, oh, I crave the adulation or <laughs> crave any of it. Well, you know, I crave the performance probably. And yeah, I mean, obviously a crowd. A crowd <laughs> responding to what you're doing is, it's it's quite a feeling to, to, to know that you could make them react. But, uh, and the camaraderie of the locker room and the friendships that I've made and, um, but I love my life with my wife and my, my kid and my stepson and our dogs and the cats and all of it, every ounce of it, every molecule of it. So in many ways I feel complete, you know, the, on the flip side, yeah. I want to be, uh, I want to leave a legacy for an industry I, I put a lot of time in. I want to be seen as a, as a positive kind of contributor and someone that made the business better or at least left it better. And I just wanted to have a fun time tonight. I didn't want to stress. I didn't want to feel judged. I didn't, you know, none of that. Nor did I want to be overly critical of a show or be a critic or um, be asked realistically like what I thought of patches because I was just wanting to take it all in. 
knowing that, hey, man, at some point I'm going to watch all the footage and I can tell you, hey, this is what the camera's caught. Um, and that's probably a better assessment than something I can give you as I'm watching the show through a curtain or, uh, you know, outside. Or, you know, so I'm trying to figure out a way to view it. But everyone was so welcoming. And then, you know, getting to see a few of my friends who I hadn't seen in, again in a, you know, a couple of years. And um, it hit me a certain way. Like, um, it was just really special to see them, the four of them. And the fact that they all showed up and... Um, I knew of one that was going to be there, but the other, and the reason I'm not saying their names isn't because, you know, some, some great secret. It's like, that's for me, you know, um, even in a, a crowded locker room, you know, that was a moment for, for the four of us. And, uh, it was great to see them and it, you know, it was just like, man, um, I love those guys. And uh, it was just great. I missed them tremendously. I missed everybody. You know, it was, you know, a lot of the people that I saw there. Um, my part was at the end. So, you know, I got to catch up with people and, you know, they got to pick my brain, which was awesome. And, you know, I was held in such a, such a way that it just felt really good to be there and I can't thank Bart Harris enough and the brain trust within UPW and uh, um, I see a lot of positives just from a uh, just from how they made me feel and a lot of that is important to me at this point um, more than than almost anything else really uh, but you know we got to talk and I believe I will be at Undisputed Pro Wrestling's next event, which is April 9th. And I want to say it's in Santa Fe. If you go to Undisputed Pro Wrestling on Facebook or through their social media, you can find it. Um, and I believe I'm going to get the opportunity to talk to an audience with a live microphone and it's going to be recorded. And so I'm going to get to say whatever I want and probably some stuff that I've wanted to say for the last couple of years. So April, April 9th, if you're in the area of Santa Fe and you're listening to this, go buy a ticket. Um, you know, and um, I honestly, after this, I'm just ecstatic that, that I, I did choose to do it and um, looking forward to what the future brings. And looking forward to having a conversation with my, with my wife about it. Um, I wonder if my mu my the muscle memory of my body, it would at times when I was a producer and really not bumping at all. Um, I would remember the next day I would still get sore because my body just re re would remember the many bumps that I had taken previous to that. So I'm real intrigued by how I'm going to feel tomorrow. But again, it was, you know, I posted a video on Instagram. I don't think I'm posting it really anywhere else right now. Um, I just am trying to navigate through this. But um, it was positive. And I'm, I'm 
got to take a lot of selfies with friends. I, I had been wanting to, but I found myself almost until I left. I was about to leave. And I remember being like, I need to capture this, man. This is like, I don't know when nights like this will be. So it sucks because I didn't get the four, you know, the four of us that I wanted to get. Um, Because I just was still in my head about it. Ned just left and I probably, I mean, maybe that's what sparked it too. Like, oh, they just left and I wish I had taken photos with them. Um, But hopefully next time we run into each other, we'll get to do that. So, uh, yeah, I'm not going to wrap this up because uh, I'm hoping that the next segment, the next portion that's recorded is uh, me and my wife talking about this. So. So if you have children, please have them exit the room. Because this is adult conversation time with my wife, uh, which I've promised like this entire episode. Um, and this is her idea. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, Jackson is uh, asleep. It's 11 in the morning. Uh, he hasn't slept so hard for so long. Road trips do doing wonders. Uh, so what you think? You were there. Yeah. I mean, how how did you feel about, um, I mean, you've heard this episode, so you kind of already know what, you know what everyone else knows. Right. Um, I was nervous. I was anxious. I didn't know how they were going to accept you or, like, you know, what the vibe was going to be. I've never been to that promotion before, so, you know, every promotion kind of has a different vibe, so I always am anxious about finding out what that vibe is but it was very welcoming I mean as soon as we walked in the door you know people came and introduced themselves I think a lot of people were curious about Jackson and wanted to to see him or, right or meet him which was fun um and yeah it was it was fun to watch nerve-wracking but fun um so, I mean, obviously, it's been a while since I've performed. Yes. Since you've seen me <clears throat> perform. Um, <laughs> I have to ask because you're, uh, you actually recorded it, so I have it on Instagram because of you, so thank you. You're welcome. While holding on to Jackson and trying to keep him uh, calm, because at that point we're talking... Uh, at least the show wasn't like four hours or something like that. That's true. I was very thankful that it was not a late show because, you know, of course you come out at the end and Jackson was kind of starting to get to that point where he was over it. Um, and yeah, I was able to hold him while he's squirming and looking around and record you. And then trying to get him to see you was hilarious because right. he refused to look in the ring and was looking around for you everywhere but the ring. And so it finally got to a point, I think, where I took him outside and you took your hair down. And that's when he's like, oh, there's Dada. And he just grinned <laughs> the entire time. Like, wait, why does he get to go up there and not me? <laughs> um, so as a viewer, what did you think of, the, uh, of my, um, how would you rate my debut? I would have get I will give it a holy shit out of ten. 
um, I, obviously, having not been in the ring a while, I knew that uh, you probably had some some built up wrestlerisms that you needed to get out. Um, and you know, anyone that has seen the footage, you walk out and you pause and turn around and walk back. And you know, we've talked about this, but I actually had a split second where I thought, "Uh oh." Is he done? Right. Like, is is this that moment? Um, but then I saw that you were just getting chairs, and I was like, oh, okay. So well, um, they had plastic chairs on the, that. I got to be uh, a little like. So I'm walking. Uh, originally, I was going to take chairs out there, which is awkward. Two chairs is awkward. You know, one chair you look pretty super cool. Two chairs, it <laughs> right. looks like you're moving furniture. There's just no <laughs> cool way to do it. Um, there's no TV way to make it look cool. Like I couldn't drop one of the, the chairs uh, into the ring and then grab another one. I mean, I guess I could have in hindsight, like if I was really thinking about it, it could have been real uh, deep, deliberate with everything. Maybe right. I could have done a Scott Hall. Uh, yeah, I mean, rest in peace. Yeah. Rest in peace, bad guy. Um, but uh, so I noticed the front two rows, which... I was banking on they were going to be metal chairs. They were plastic chairs, and no one wants to kick a plastic chair because <laughs> it's hard and it doesn't make any noise, Thanks. and it's uh, problematic to the guy taking it. Um, so I, I knew that the back row had a couple of empty seats, um, but yeah, there was just yeah, there was yeah. just no cool way for me to do it. Yeah, that's where I need like GSL, and uh, you know, I'm just like hand me everything, guys, uh, <laughs> ready to go. I don't. I don't want to move them. Yes, I um, want to be catered to. Yes. Um, but anyway. Because I'm a wrestling daddy, babe. I know, I heard. It, it's, on, it's on the internet, so it's true. <laughs> it's right? True. And it's a recent opinion. This isn't like some people, that's what I'm being referred to as. <laughs> you are. You, you, you are. are um... <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, so let's get back to the show because it was great. Okay. Um, so you walk in to rescue Jesse Logan, and I was like, holy cow, yes, Jackson's going to get to see his dad be a baby face. Um, but then you drop the chair really aggressively, actually, and I had that moment where you kind of catch your breath, and I think everyone kind of heard it, like it got quiet as Jesse <laughs> turned around, and then... Bam, and I literally started laughing, which I felt bad for. But I was like, "Holy cow!" So I went outside and hung out with with some folks that had showed up, and uh, I was like, "Yeah, I think it's safe to say that he definitely had some built up muscleisms he needed to get out." I'm pretty sure he flew. It felt, it looked like he flew a little bit. Um. Well, here here's where I what I was thinking. Um. The entire night, I've, I've had um, everyone kind of give me flowers, which is what I want in a way. You know, like, I do like the idea of, like, if this is my last run, it's a wrestling eulogy and places I go to people. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Um, because I just don't know when the last one's going to be. Right. You know? Um, but you hear they kind of build me up to everyone. That entire locker room was like, oh my God, it's like, you're going to save this promotion, which is like, they're not in any dire straits. They drove direct. I'm not going to probably increase the crowd. Now, if I do, that's a great feather to my cap, but that's also could be that, hey, look at all the talent that surrounds it. Right. Um, 
But so I felt like, okay, I have, I only have one move to make on top of that. The chair thing didn't go so well. Like I didn't look super cool doing that, uh, that I'm thinking that as I'm entering the ring, like, (laughs) man, I could have done that way better. I could have been way way more deliberate. I'm like thinking of television. There's cameras. I could have been like, grab one, grab another. But I think everyone was just so shocked to see you that I didn't catch any of that. I mean, what it looked like from a viewer's perspective is, you know, you come in, you get the chairs and you took a moment like I really saw it like I saw you take a moment which of course is what I always want for you um and so it was great to to see that and then it immediately went into the show and there was no awkward or weirdness or anything I was curious how your rhythm would be after not wrestling for so long but you didn't skip a beat well uh so I was also thinking that anything I delivered needed to, uh, like everyone needed to be oh shit. Like I couldn't have a situation where, like I needed everyone in the back that I knew was watching. <laughs> uh, you know, anyone who would watch the video later down the road, um, because that's all I had. Yeah. Like I didn't have a my I didn't have promo work after the fact. There's not like promo work. This is going to be the only time I talk about it. And probably you know if I do my YouTube video, then maybe I m- make a mention of it. Um, but yeah, like I'm, you know, so I didn't even have the one thing that I've always felt like, not like I could have gotten on the mic and just cut this, you know, fire and brimstone promo. You probably could have. Right. Yeah. I didn't feel like uh, talking. I was really glad all I had to do was kick and I was like, all right, I'm, I've done exactly what I needed to do. Yeah. I loved it. It was, it was a great, uh, segment at the end of the show to kind of end it on right everybody was just floored right so um i appreciate you as the dogs are barking <laughs> they're not our dogs by the way they are uh, Suburban, neighbor yeah. dogs people understand um, yeah your first time on my it is congratulations yeah you talked me into it no, i'm just kidding it was my idea because um, I do love talking wrestling with him, and I love kind of going through the show with him afterwards. We didn't record it in the car last night because Jackson was sleeping, and that probably wouldn't have gone over well. Uh, yeah, Jackson, but that is our conversation. Right, Jackson hits a point. We all hit it. I fight sleep, um, so I'm a little more uh, aware of what is going on. He's just the embodiment of what I go through on a <laughs> nightly is. basis. So, uh, he was, uh, he was great until we were on the road the second time. And then, uh, just, I mean, no one wants to be strapped down and try to go to sleep. So, um, yeah. He was fighting it. Yeah. But, um, he took it like a champ. So, um, yeah. So next week, I don't know, uh, what my next episode is going to, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Uh, I'm going to talk about the first time I, uh, met, Interacted with Booker T and my PWA. Ooh, exciting! Mm. I love these stories. They're my favorite. Oh my god, we're gonna uh, I'm gonna talk about why I love PCW so abruptly and why I thought that in hindsight (laughs) I should have just stuck around. (laughs) Um, And yeah, I'm gonna give give a real um, true impression of all of it from the beginning to the end, including I'll talk about highlights working in MAGA. And the Usos. And, uh, 
and a slew of other stuff. Yeah, like I'm going to talk about how legitly close I was to a contract before Ashley died. And that's, uh, that's going to be a constant. So, I love you, babe. I love you too, babe.